Welcome to the very first episode of Daily Book Dose. After a lot of thinking, um, I finally got this channel started. And the idea here is to share books that I'm reading with the world, with the universe. And the most important reason is so that I remember, understand, and digest these books better for myself. Um, it is sort of selfish in that way that I'm putting it out there and going through all of this effort for myself. But um, in a way, it's sharing with the universe as well. And it's through the motivation of these regular sort of um, video uploads or podcast uploads that I will be committed to reading these chapters on a daily basis. And not only reading it, but actually going deeper and understanding it and analyzing it for myself as well. Generally, the books that we will be um, discussing here, that I will be discussing with you here, are going to be more um, more of the famous books, um, self-help books, uh, personal development books. But the first one is one which is not very famous. Um, it's 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 written by two very famous, I mean, two very well-known authors, very respected authors. Um, both uh, of them have since passed away and are no longer with us. Um, it's written by the by the late uh, monk uh, Acharya Mahapragna from a very important uh, sect within Jainism, um, and uh, and it's co-authored by Dr. Abdul Kalam, which was uh, at one point the president of India, and he was, I believe, the first Muslim president of India as well. Um, I chose this book because um, the, the the beliefs and the the discussions in this book are something which have played a very critical role in myself growing up. Um, so the the name of the book is Family and the Nation, and um, I just want to share with you from the very end of the book. I think one of the last things written in the book. And it's very famous because um, I came to know about it because Dr. Abdul Kalam, when he was presenting at the European Parliament, when he was still president of India, he he said this divine old hymn, um, and just hearing it, you know, sort of made me stand up, be proud of, be proud as an Indian, um, and uh, it got a standing ovation in the European Union in Parliament as well. Uh, where there is righteousness in the heart, there is beauty in the character. When there is beauty in the character, there is harmony in the home. When there is harmony in the home, there is order in the nation. When there is order in the nation, there is peace in the world. It really brings out that, you know, uh, whatever change we want to make in the world, it all starts from ourselves and our mind. And it's very similar to something that I very strongly believe in, that to change the world is extremely easy. If you can change a six-year-old child, you can change the world. But to change a six-year-old child is extremely difficult. Before you change that six-year-old child, you got to change yourself. Um, I also believe that any change we want to make in the universe, we've got to start from deep within us. Um, now, um, I also believe that anything which is old is new, 
and everything which is new at one point has been old as well. Um, the book starts off uh, talking about you know how India was very advanced for its time, let's say you know a thousand years ago or something, two thousand years ago, and it gives quite a few examples such as you know we brought the Indians brought meditation to the world, um, started with the concept of zero. Uh, the Indians brought yoga to the world as well. And, you know, many different examples like this, which I don't want to go too much in detail of right now. But what it does talk about is the lacking of modern education. And um, it, it says that modern education focuses on knowledge and livelihood. But it does not talk about learning to live with others and also learning our true selves. Um, now, to understand learning with others and also learning about the true self it talks about the three things it talks about three things which um, which are very important from the Jain perspective but also I believe you know if the world understands these three things or even abides by some of them to some extent it's there's there's no other way to say it then the world will be a better place I mean it's very simple you know um, have the right faith, the right knowledge, and the right conduct. And by having these things, we sort of become more peaceful to a certain extent. And that follows the rule of ahimsa, of nonviolence. You know, automatically, if you've got the right knowledge and the right conduct, I believe we'll be more peaceful. We won't be so aggressive with others. We'll be kinder to others. And, you know, there's no other way than saying the world will be a more calmer place. A better place maybe as well um, another concept that it really drives home is uh, the human propensity for accumulation gave birth to conflicts be between men um, and one of the first lessons in economics I remember my teacher mentioned there's enough in this world for every man's needs but not enough for any one man's wants our wants are endless our wants are boundless and um, you know, it's, it's the, probably the root cause of the conflicts between men. Um, it also talks about that every viewpoint has a validity of its own. Anything you think is a valid thought worth thinking, uh, you know, and that's really, everybody has their own perspective and we've got to respect everyone's perspectives the same way that we can respect everyone's, uh, uh, the same way we can expect, we should expect everyone to respect our perspective. And when we have any one viewpoint, not just to get bound down by the dogma of that one viewpoint, but, you know, there's many different ways of the same thing as well. So to keep our mind open on that. Um, it talks about um, how development affects the individual, society, life, environment in the world, and development that whenever we think of it, it should encompass all five of these aspects as well. Um, and... And the main philosophy, the, and one of the most important things is the main philosophy when we're thinking about development or when we're thinking about the growth um, should, should be to take individuals and society to a higher level of peace and happiness. It shouldn't be to, you know, serve our wants or desires, but it really should be to take ourselves and the society that we live in to a higher level of um, of wealth actually 
and um, and yeah, that's that's actually pretty much it from this first chapter. Um, let's see what happens in the tomorrow for the next chapter.